0: The Presidential Executive Order, EO, titled Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals DACA, was the brainchild of the Obama administration in 2012 to tell Congress that the legislative process was no longer viable in order to progress to progressivism. To avoid typical misrepresentations by several sources, DACA is explained by the Department of Homeland Security and is found in FAQs. The most ignored aspect of the EO is the word deferred which states unequivocally that illegal aliens were given a temporary reprieve from deportation, and nothing more. In addition, presidential EOs can be, and are easily reversed by new presidents because they're not law. Thus, DACA recipients are still illegal aliens in all court decisions that have prevented the termination of the deferral or judicial malpractice. One of the most overused arguments against terminating DACA is that recipients can't speak the language of their countries of origin, which is nothing more than food for fools. The Federation for American Immigration Reform addressed the DACA myths and here's one main point. Greater than one would expect that children brought to the US between ages 8 and 18 would have some ability to speak the native language of the country where they were born. So the argument that the DACA kids would have a hard time reintegrating in their country of citizenship appears to be false. In addition, the great majority of their parents came to America without speaking English, which didn't prevent them from becoming economic refugees and somewhat integrating themselves in communities that were foreign to them. Are they not as clever as their parents? The majority of DACA recipients are from Mexico. 79.4% to be exact, and when Central and South America are added, the total grows to 94%. Brazil, a Portuguese-speaking nation that accounts for almost half of the population in South America, accounts for a meager 0.08% of the DACA population. Ironically, Spanish is widely spoken in their homes and communities, and to add insult to injury, U.S. government documents and signs cater to the Spanish-speaking population, which is a majority of foreign-speaking people in America. In addition, the culture and cuisine is kept alive, quinceanera, tortillas, rice and beans to name a few, mimicking the environments that they claim not to be familiar with, and defeating plenty of arguments regarding reintegration in their countries of origin. But what about all the other languages spoken among the DACA children? Aren't they super minorities within the immigrant domain? And does it suggest that, unlike other nationalities and ethnic groups, Latinos as a group aren't smart enough to learn English? Obviously it's easy to dissect and sink their arguments at every turn, and it's time to ask again what's wrong with Mexico. Based on the available statistics regarding DACA recipients and the socio-techno-economic track record of the societies that their parents left behind, it can be stated with extreme certainty that the great majority, more than two-thirds, do not, and will not add value to society and are, or will become a net social burden. But the larger issue regards the rule of law, and if we start to ignore statutes to accommodate human emotion, Then we must abolish all legislative and judicial branches of government, federal, state, and local, and simply adopt anarchy and be guided by unicorns, sunsets, and rainbows. Before we move in that direction, let's stipulate that the major difference between Western civilization and the plethora of banana republics is the adherence to the rule of law. In addition, the parents of DACA recipients are being absolved of any legal responsibility in a society where one will be hunted down for an unpaid parking ticket, and recipients should be seeking solutions from mom and dad not the country that didn't invite them. Please note that there's no such thing as undocumented immigrant, and claiming that no human being is illegal is a reflection of one's silliness and lack of argumentative skill. Ignoring for the time being that this very experiment was already tested with the Immigration Reform and Control Act of 1986 under the pretext that illegal immigration would cease, the law is very clear as indicated by 8 U.S. Code Section 1325. Improper Entry by Alien. Here's the simple text that everyone can understand and the law does not address a person's age, be it one or 100 years old, indicating that the term alien covers every person that crosses any U.S. border illegally. Greater than, a. Improper time or place, avoidance of examination or inspection, misrepresentation and and concealment of facts. Greater than any alien who, one, enters or attempts to enter the United States at any time or place other than as designated by immigration officers, or, two, eludes examination or inspection by immigration officers or 3 attempts to enter or obtains entry to the United States by a willfully false or misleading representation or the willful concealment of a material fact shall for the first commission of any such offense be fined under title 18 or imprisoned not more than 6 months or both and for a subsequent commission of any such offense be fined under title 18 or imprisoned not more than 2 years or both From a different angle, present and future economic issues are often masked, avoided, or outright misrepresented, and it's immaterial whether illegal aliens pay taxes or not, because bank robbers are not forgiven for the crime if taxes on the loot are paid, although the robber contributed to economic growth by keeping judges, lawyers, and police in business. The analogies are endless. But the more generic, all-encompassing and allegedly powerful argument is framed under the motto diversity is strength. Let's clarify that Mexico does not collect census data on ethnicity and a 2012 estimate published by CIA is used here. Then the question is why isn't the incoming diversity from Mexico delivering superb socio-techno-economic results in their own country when only 10% of the Mexican population is mostly European? Please don't forget that Mexico has been at peace for 100 years, while Europe was destroyed and rebuilt. Here's the truth. If anyone feels that emotion should rule the day and borders should be abolished, opening your doors to every human being in need, please be prepared for an extremely precarious future and a massive unaffordable tax bill because no place on earth has ever survived a massive flow of human ineptitude. To complicate matters, who will pay taxes if there isn't a country with a government because borders are erased? It will not be an okay boomer problem. Guaranteed. Dash.